Welcome to the Nerdification Podcast. My name is Griffin. My name is Gavin. And listen as we nerdify you bi-weekly, but it's a bonus episode. Yay! Yay, because it's um, Labor Day. Well, it's yeah. not Labor Day today, but it is this weekend. Yeah. And, you know, we both beat Normal Heroes 3. You know, that's something we've been hyping up for this entire podcast. Yeah. And welcome to Season 2. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we're going to rank every No More Heroes 3, I mean, every No More Heroes boss. Except the mini-bosses from 3, because you can face them as normal enemies, so... Yeah. Alright, well, let's not waste time, because we got to go through 44. Yes. Alright. So, number 44, I know we both have the same entry. You want to say it in 3, 2, two one. 1. Million, million Gun. gun. Yeah. A million Air Gun Man. Jesus. Yeah. He, uh, he sucks. I hate him. Like, he doesn't really have any cool personality. He doesn't have any little cool gimmicks. He's rich. That's it. Yeah. He's rich. He can shoot coins, and he runs in two different quarters, and you have to jump around to find him. As Shinobu. As Shinobu. Like, Shinobu's an okay character, but, like... To play as her is a pain. Yeah, to play as her is a pain. All right. Well, I guess we'll just do youngest to oldest, so that would be me. Okay. Um, Jasper Bats Jr. is my 43 pick. Uh, I don't like Jasper Bats Jr., Mainly because, um... Do you want to explain who he is? Oh, yeah. He's the final boss in No More Heroes 2. Basically, he kills your friend Bishop. After this whole journey of killing... After he killed Bishop, I don't really like him mainly because I kind of got over the Bishop death. And, like, by this time, I don't know. I'm like, eh, I don't really want to face you. You're really boring. And his attacks, like, they, they, he just spams them to living death. So that's why he's number 43 for me. But who's your number 43? Uh, Smoking King. He didn't really have anything memorable about him. His, like, entry was kind of boring. Um, the only thing I could really remember about him was the fact that, like, you have to do, like, this motorcycle mini game to get to him. Oh, yeah. Which, besides that, he just doesn't really have anything of value. Also, I think it's good to note that um, we're ranking these bosses based on, like, their introduction, their fight, and their, um, their outro. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm kind of doing it by those things and how much fun I actually have. That too, definitely. Like if the move is cool, but he spams it, then that's a problem. Yeah. All right. Um, my number forty-two spot though is Smoking King, probably for the same reasons. He just doesn't got. Like he looks all right. He just doesn't really have a lot going on. With uh, him. The only reason he's above those two is because I like his little mini game. I like how they changed it up. But change is not always good. It can be good, but in this case, it wasn't. Yeah, it just it just didn't really have anything memorable about him. My 42 was Velvet Chairgirl and Oma. The uh, the musical chair minigame you do for with her is just... It's very easy. Even if you fail, like, the like the part beforehand where, like, you have to press the buttons. Mm-hmm. It's just super easy, and then you get to where you fight the little octopus thingy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's like, if you get hit once, you're dead. And it's just, you know, it's just kind of a boring fight. It's, yeah. inten- it's t- intense, but it's just boring. And I, I don't know, I guess another part of the reason why she's 42 for me is because I was really interested in seeing what Velvet Chair Girl had to offer. Because we saw her blow up, like, a part of California. Mm-hmm. Um... So, and also, I really liked her design. I liked the little, like, bead scarf she had on her face. It was right. really interesting. Yeah. Um, for number 41, I had Nathan Copeland. I hate spamming bosses. Bosses that spam, I hate them. Mm-hmm. This is the most spammable boss. I can't comprehend how much is going on. There's just so much going on, and I just, I don't There's like There's, like, it. rockets going everywhere. He's on, like... There's treadmills on the floor that make He's you... just dancing on these treadmills. Yeah, and he's just shooting rockets at him. And by the time you get to him, your battery's dead, so you gotta run around and, like, charge it. And, you know, it's rinse and repeat until you get, like, a chance to actually hit him. So that's my number 41. Yeah, um... My 41 is Electro Triple Star. He was a very... Good boss to introduce in the game, uh, Travis Strikes Again, which they had a different, completely, they had a completely different, like, play style for that game. And it kind of, sh- and with this boss, it kind of shows you, like, what he has, like, what the game has to offer. Which, you know, it's really good, I will give it that, but, like, it just, he, he's more forgettable than Smoking King. Oh, yeah. The only reason I kind of remember him is because he was first, I didn't even remember what he looked like until I pulled it up, and, like, 
I don't know why. He reminds me of Darwin from Maze World Gumball. Um, my number 40 was Brain Buster Jr. Um, I liked his fight. Um, his, uh, his overworld, like, challenge to get to him, I didn't even play. It was just, it's just too hard to do on multiplayer. Yeah, so I didn't really get to play it. But the fight was cool, and I really liked it. Mainly because it was just a free fight to get to since he carried me through it. So, mm. yeah. That yeah, was my number 40. Uh, my number 40 is Mr. Doppelganger. Mm-hmm. The idea of Mr. Doppelganger is interesting. I really liked how like Travis like talks to him. Like, like the Mr. Doppelganger is like, oh, I kill people because they're bad people. It's like, Travis like, no, you just kill people because you're fucked up and like it's fu- like you're fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, and the fight, I really, really even really remember the fight. I just remember like people liked it a lot. I don't understand why. He's also in Travis. I mean, he's also in Norman Heroes Three. He doesn't really do much. You can just find him around the map. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, it's still a nice little, like... Touch. Yeah, Easter egg. I just remember, like, getting to him. It's just really, in, like, tedious. You have to go for, like, these 20 little, like, map areas. Oh, yeah. And it's just... It just gets boring after, like, number, like, 10 or 12. It's like, okay, this is fun and all, but, like, I'm we're doing this too many times. Yeah. Um... For number 39, I have Charlie McDonald. Um, I like this fight. His intro is pretty cool. Um, but, like, the battle and, uh, and, like, the ending was just too much. It was, like, it's like they tried too hard. Yeah. It was, like, it was, like, okay. They, they tried to do the wacky stuff that Suda's known for, but without, like, any, like, of the serious tone to it. Mm-hmm. It just got really absurd. Yeah, so that's why he's number 39. Um... My number 39 is Chloe Walsh. I like the Metal Gear reference to get to her, and her design's interesting, I guess. It really kind of fits the time period, because, like, Travis Strike... I mean, not Travis Strike, good, fuck. No Mirrors 2, the game where she's in, um, takes place in, like, around 2010, and it kind of... And each of these games do this very well. They kind of capture, like, the aesthetic of the time, and so she had, like, a very, like, goth appearance. Oh, yeah. And so that was, you know, that was really interesting to see. I just, as a boss, though, she was too easy. And if you got hit by her, one of her attacks, it's just, it's more of a waste of time, if anything. Yeah. Because you're just poisoned and you can't really move anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, for number 38, I have Henry Cooldown 2. Man, oh man, I can't tell you the excitement I had when Henry showed up. He looked a little different. You might want to explain who Henry is first. Oh well, well if you don't know who the play, if you don't play the games, I don't know why you're here. But no. <laughs> um, Henry, he um, he's like his little bro. No, his older brother, older twin. twin. Brother. Yeah, twin yeah. Brother. So um, basically, in the first game, uh, you get to fight him at the end of the game as like a final final boss. He's awesome. He like he's one of my favorite fights in the series. He's really I love his fight. But I can't tell you the excitement I had when I saw him. And I'm like, oh, yeah, look at this guy. And then he wasn't Irish. And he had two swords and he made a Thor reference that was literally horrible. And that's why he's number 38. Yeah, like... (laughs) The Thor reference wasn't even good. It was way out there and he pushed it out there. He had two beam katanas. He he called them the cross beams, which made him The emerald cross beams. Yeah, that was so dumb. And then his appearance was lame, and he wasn't Irish. Yeah, yeah, they had to change voice actors due to um, controversy. But he didn't even try. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't even try to be Irish. And, like, that kind of... He just had, like, this generic, like, evil rival voice. Yeah. Then the ending of the fight is really fucking weird. Yeah. Because, like, Travis kills him... He's alive. You see him in, like, the window. Oh, yeah. And then he kills Travis later. Uh-huh. And so he's around. And, like, there was just so much build-up towards him. And I would say it doesn't go anywhere. But, like, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Like, because at the end of the game, and we'll get we'll get into this when we cover um, another boss. But at the end of the game, it's just, like... It's revealed they're like, oh, he does kill Travis in the future, and that your kids, like, Travis's kids, 
come in at the end, like, to save the day, and, like, it's kind of, it's like, oh, you the final battle's with, uh, Henry, and then the game ends. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of left open-ended, which, you know, that's what Suda 51's somewhat known for. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just really anticlimactic with, like, how much he was involved in the end of the game. Yeah. All right, well, now who's your number 30? Gold Joe. <laughs> Gold Joe. Okay. Like... He was an interesting boss. I loved the design, and his personality was interesting. I just, I couldn't stand the gimmick. Yeah. You got to get on these, like, red and blue tiles and use the magnets to push them into a wall. Yeah. Which is all fine and dandy, but, like, when you know, like, what magnets you need to use, you have, like, a, like, like maybe three seconds to get on a tile to... You know, change it so you can push them into a wall. Yeah. And, you know, if you're not near it, you're just going to take a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, for 37, I had Electro Triple Star. Um, basically, I liked him. I liked him for the, like, kind of same reasons. Like, he was a good introduction boss. And he mm-hmm. was, you know, he was really good for, like, a tutorial. But other than that, he looks cool. His introduction was cool. And that's really it, to be honest. Yeah, uh, for 37, I have Charlotte McDonald. Yeah, like, the only thing really he's good, like, known for is the fact that, like, he makes a, he's a football player, and he makes a comment on Travis's touchdown's name, which I find funny. And that's the only reason why he's really this high up for me. And, um, his fight's interesting. It's a mech fight, and you get to see Glottenberry, which that's pretty wacky. It's just, it's too wacky because then after you kill him, like, oh, you're like, you move like twenty five spaces ahead because like the little like the cheerleaders, cheerleaders he, yeah. yeah, he used to merge with to become like this mech or whatever. They were also assassins. I'm like, okay, uh, that's. I'm like, okay, that's really random. Um, for number thirty six for me, I had Speedbuster. Speedbusters. Um, she is one of the fights in the first game, and I love the first game. The first game is probably my personal favorite. Um, with three being really close, but. I think one just comes out on top. And she's, like, one of the bosses that I really don't like, mainly because the introduction was awesome. I love the introduction. But the ending is so lame, and the fight to get to her, it's not even a fight. It's more of just, like, a, oh, my God, can you just stop? Can you just stop so I can just go forward and just, like, you know, get this done with? And that's really Yeah, it. she shoots lasers, and you have to go in, like, an alley to, like, be away, like, move away from me. You just have to kind of just keep going. But the reason she is this high is because you can kick the enemies into the beam. That is so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only satisfying part of that fight. Uh, 36 for me is Shinobu. Mm-hmm. Her boss fight just doesn't really have a lot memorable about anything memorable about it. Only thing that's really memorable is, like, the introduction. It's not even, like, my favorite introduction. And the ending, too, really. To just... Yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot going on. Like, we later see her in the, like, at, at the end of the game and in 2. And, you know, she's a really good character in those games. But, like, in terms of being a boss, she, she's just not that interesting. Yeah. Like, what I like about her is, like, you know, Travis doesn't kill her because, he's like, oh, your father, I never really met him. I don't know why he thought I killed him. But I, I respect the dude, and it really shows, like, Travis's, like, I want to say humanity, but, like, chivalry, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's really what the boss is known for, just the fact that Travis is, shows his more kinder side. And it, there's nothing about Shinobu. Yeah. Um, for 35, I had Mr. Doppelganger. I liked his fight. His fight was pretty memorable, but, like, um, other than, like... He only has, like, one attack to what I can remember, which is him splitting up and you gotta fight the right... Find the right one so that you can beat him up for a bit and then he just does it again. And that's really it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just liked him mainly because it was kind of cool. Like, I love, like, um... Mutating or, like... Um, duplication. Duplication or, like, multiplying as a superpower. That's, like, one of my favorites. So that's why he's at that high. Other than that, he's in. For number 35, I have Henry Cooldown second fight. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, like I said earlier, it's just, there's just so much buildup for the fight because you realize, oh, he's this mysterious stranger that um, Damon's been talking to. 
and you know you fight him. This fight's been kind of alluded to since the first and second game, and it's just it's just the first fight, but like easier. Oh yeah, way easier. <laughs> and then he dies. And then he comes back for some reason. Yeah, and you know, apparently that's like a thing, like a, that's like a 25th case reference, which is another Student 51 game. But I haven't played that game, so I don't really understand it. I just know he has a cult for some reason. I'm like, man, all this because you watch Thor? Yeah. <laughs> all right. And, and not to mention the voice actor, actor changed. And I'm like, uh. So we're on number 34. 34. 34. My 34, which is going to be controversial with Gavin, is Sheep Man. I didn't really like that fight. He was just... I don't know. I know that was the reason he was in Travis Strikes Again. And that was kind of like all the sheep, man. Like, you have the colors of them. But they were all just kind of the same besides, like, what? Like, their colors? Like, I think, the, like, they each had, like, a different, like, a like one small, like, ability. Yeah. But, like, me coming uh, from a colorblind person, they were literally the same fight. Literally. Like, I mean, they were just really boring. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool, you're a side boss. The only part why he's up so high is because uh, Travis Touchdown makes a really interesting point in video games, such as, like, which I kind of relate to to Cuphead. He's like, sometimes the half, the uh, halfway point fight is way harder than the actual boss. And I'm like, you got that right. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I really love Sheet Man because, like, he's just... I know his personality is a little over the top. It's like, the, look, the mini boss is like the real challenge before we face like the actual boss. Like, you really need to appreciate the mini boss. I just kind of love that gimmick so much. It's just, yeah. I know, it's funny. The fights are always fun. The fights were always fun. I love doing the fights. Cause like even though like we did it a few times, like there was points where like me and Griffin were like, oh crap, oh crap, please save me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your thirty four? Uh, Brain Buster Junior. Oh yeah. He was interesting. He had a mech. He had this weird, like, MT, early MTV, like, style graphics with him, <laughs> which was really interesting. I didn't like him as a character, though. Like, he's just like, oh, I want to die because my dad's dead and, like, no one's going to play this game. Give me coffee and donuts. And, and like, Travis like, no, I'm not going to let you die. We're going to fight, like, men, and then you can die. <laughs> and I just... I don't know, it wasn't interesting, because then you have to go through these stages where you have to jump on these floating donuts, and it's just so hard to navigate. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, for my number 33, I had Shinobu. Um, Shinobu is, like, my least favorite fight in the first game. Or, not my least favorite. It's, like, my second least favorite. Um, yeah, it's, like, my second least favorite, mainly because every time I come across her, I'm, like, like, God damn it! I gotta deal with the same line over and over again. That's the only reason I don't like the fight. She says the same line over and over again. And I can say it word for word. Is, what is that in your hand? A toy? She says that like 90 times. And then she does black flips off the wall. I'm like, can you just shut up? Stay, you say that line one more time, I'm gonna cut your head off. <laughs> well, you um, can't. Exactly. Because then in the fight, when you're so aggravated by the time that... For how many times she says that line... He's like, oh, no, I'm going to spare you. And I'm like, and then I got to deal with her in the second game. And then the third game, she's kind of annoying, but she's kind of out of the way. So I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's why Shinobu is so low. I think, okay, I think this part's funny because, like, I think we flip-flopped our choices here. But, like, for 33, for me, it's Speedbuster. Oh, yeah. I know. It's, I find it interesting that she kills Thunder Ryuge and just blows him up with this, her giant shopping cart, like, cock, like, Chicken railgun. Yeah. And I, I liked how, like, they changed up the fight a bit. Was it the fight itself fun? Eh, it was okay. It's just, like, I just loved how they changed it up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's definitely not what you think of of an assassin, and that's, you know, really interesting to me. Anyway, 32. Uh, 32 is White Sheep Man for me. Really? Yeah. Um, I like him mainly because he is the... Well, it's a she. She, whatever. She is the final... Sheep man that you have to face, and like, she's definitely the hardest out of all of them, and sh- her attacks are pretty cool. And I don't know, I, it was kind of like the final. It, it was like the final boss. Final boss, not counting Silverface. Yeah, not counting Silverface. Like, I don't know. It's just like a nice ending to the game, and it was, you know, it was pretty cool. Fun fact: she's actually based on um, Suda Fifty One himself. Hmm. It's like uh, how he like sees himself, and like how he perceives his worth, because like. White Sheet Man's, like, in the game, like, they comment, like, 
about what happens with each game, like in the development, and really shows like the care like Suda puts into these games. And I really appreciate that a lot. Um, also, she kind of looks. Also, her design's very different from the other sheep man. It's like it's kind of like this weird skeletal angel sheep dude. Mm-hmm. It's freaking cool. Anyway, for thirty-two for me, it's Nathan Copeland. Yeah. The only reason he's this high up is because I like the introduction, not even the introduction, I like the beginning of the stage with like the song that's plays. Oh, yeah. Because like, it really is like, oh, we're going back to playing No More Heroes again. This song is a great like revival, like the original. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it, it could even be like the anime opening. Maybe right. even the opening for the live action movie we might get. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And then his line at the end is like, it's like oh, I want to fight you. I want you to kill me. That's why we're all here, buddy. Yeah. Um. For number 31, I have eight hearts. I love the music, and I it's kind of the same thing why with, like, Nathan Copeland. Like, the intro was very awesome. I really like the fight, and, like, his design is awesome. And I, I like, this is one of the many, re- not many, this is one of the few references that I actually understand that, because I knew he was from another game, and I really like it. So, and, you know, his, like, his um attacks were very interesting. He used more minions than any other boss in No More Heroes, and that's what I really liked. Yeah, because he's based on uh, Shadows of the Dams or something like that, mm-hmm. and that was a Suda Fifty One game he made. But that was like after No More Heroes Two, where like a lot of his work was kind of just being more wacky, and that's why he made Travis Strikes again to like kind of go back to his roots. Yeah, and I like that. Like, oh. The reason you're fighting him is because, like, this is supposed to be a sequel that never came out. Mm-hmm. And so this is technically the sequel of that game. Yeah. Which I, I you know, the ending's really wholesome, too. Mm-hmm. But I'll get into more of that later. My 31 is Scott. Scott. Yes, yeah, Scott. <laughs> like, the only thing memorable about him is the ending of the game. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Like, he just comes in out of nowhere, kills one of the bosses, like, hey, okay, here, here's the uh, rest of the dev ships, here's your special moves, now let's fight. And, and the this only is th- in No More Heroes 3. Yeah, this is No More Heroes 3. And then, like, you, you know, you fight him, he has this cool duplication move, and I like his, like, win fist attack, like, that's pretty cool looking. I also like that he, like, jump on, like, the radio tower and just, like, dive down, like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But he's just, he's just not memorable. Yeah. And they, uh, I find out later at the very end of the game that this is Travis's grin kid. Yeah, which makes sense because he was calling Grandpa the whole fight. Yeah. And that, that was very confusing to me and Gavin because I'm like, he's not even that old. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, well, he is a time traveler, but like, I don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> um, my number 30 is Chloe Walsh or Chloe Walsh. Um, basically the same reason for you is more of just like a time waster. Yeah. Kind of fight. It's like, if you're speedrunning it, this is your worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that's really it. It's very boring. I like the goth aspect. She's thick. Let's be honest. She is. And uh, that's really it. Now, my 30 is controversial to Griffin. Uh-oh. Kimmy Howell. Okay, why? Just, I just didn't like the fight. Just like, she was just very creepy and negative. This is very unnerving to me. Also, um... I didn't get a fighter one in Replay No More Heroes 2. Apparently, she's an optional fight. Oh. Which, I do like that aspect, though. Like, oh, yeah, someone's going to try to take Travis's spot because he's high up. And I'm like, that, that was the main question I had at the first game. I'm like, why is no one trying to come in and, like, kill Travis while he's on his way up? Like, you would think that would happen a lot. Yeah. And it doesn't happen until, like, the very end of the game. But, like, I like how they did that, and that was with Kimmy Howell, and she wanted to kill Travis. But, like... Her lightsaber's cool, and she blows bubbles out of a recorder to lightsaber. Mm. Well, being Katana. But the only reason I even, like, kind of like her is because this is... Her fight here is more of an introduction for a fight later. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely higher ranking. Yeah. Um, my 29 spot is new Destroy Man. Um... His introduction was so confusing. I had no idea what was going on. Like, I liked... The only thing I liked about it was, like, the first part of it where he's like, oh, I've been here before. 
the sniper's gonna die. And he got it right. So then this champion dude comes out of nowhere. We have a nice Rocky reference, which I didn't even laugh to. It was more like, what the fuck is going on? Do I even get a fight? And by the time he's like... Wait, are you talking about Ninja Storm or Storm and True Face? Um... The Destroy Man True Face. Okay. Sorry, did I... You said Destroy Man earlier. Yeah. So, um... My bad. Uh, Destroy Man True Face, yeah. So... Yeah, anyway. Um, so you get a nice Rocky reference, which I didn't even laugh to, because I was more confused. And then by the time I thought, like, oh, yeah, we're not getting a fight. Then these, like, Destroy Man come out f- f- fucking sand or something, and I'm like, what the hell? And the only reason I like this fight, the only reason it's up so high, is because of his design. Design looked cool. I liked it. Like the actual, not not the robots. The, you know the mm-hmm. like his actual one. It looks like uh like the new Friday the uh, uh Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, kind of. And I love the that design, like how they're rusty and like their teeth are very sharp. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like that. That's kind of like a bit of ogre inspiration. Yeah, so that's really it. Um, for me, my twenty nine is Midori Miyakawa. Oh, so close. Like she's a reference to twenty fifth case again. And she's unique. I will give her that. Like, like the way she she talks a lot and just doesn't really go anywhere. That's kind of funny. The fact that the beginning of the fights is very creepy, like this very like Silent Hills type of deal. Like that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Like I actually got a little like unnerved by yeah. that. Then the, I don't know what the hell her deals with the hand are. That's a I'm, I think they reference it in twenty fifth case. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, her hands are pretty creepy and they're very unnerving too. Um, and then you teleport to the mine in that they use to film like the Power Rangers, mm-hmm. which I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. And I like how Travis like actually changes forms, mm-hmm. which it's not really necessary because like you probably could have done the fight without that. Oh, yeah. But like, it's fun. Yeah. Um, my number twenty eight is literally. Well, we're on 29. No, we're on 28. No, oh, yeah, 28. No, I'm sorry. I'm stupid. Um, Yeah, my 28 is Midori. My, whatever. Minikawa. Yeah, the, it, it wasn't, the horror part of it wasn't unsettling for me. I just liked it because I got to dick around with, like, these cool dummies. <coughs> yeah. And that's, you know, basically the same reason as you. We It wasn't necessary to transform and all that stuff. Yeah. My 28 is uh, Damon. Hmm. Like... Damon was interesting to me for, like, two reasons. We, out of, like, all the bosses, it's probably, besides Destroy Man and, like, Henry, it's probably the one we spent the most time with. Mm-hmm. Not, not Kanifu. But, like, actually, no, Kanifu, yeah. Um, like, he's in Travis Strikes again, and he gets hit by Travis. So he's like, oh, I will swore revenge on you. And then we see him in No, uh, no More Heroes 3. We see his relationship with Fu, and it's kind of like this E.T. type of deal. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very wholesome. And then we get the cutscene of, like, Thu and Damon meeting up. Mm-hmm. And I, this kind of struck, like, home to me. But, like, it was just interesting because, like, Damon and Thu were, like, clearly, like, reuniting, like, old buddies. Like, you could tell, like, the sentiment was there. And hands down, the voice acting in this part was amazing. Like, I, I got to give credit where credit is due there. Like, the voice acting was good. And... And then, like, when they blow up California, like, part of California, you can hear, like, the pain in his voice. And, like, I felt sympathetic towards Damon mm-hmm. for, like, the beginning part of the game. Mm-hmm. Then the ending comes around, and, and even the visual novel, too, he's like, I want to kill Travis because he hit me that one time. Thu was just a pawn in my scheme. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Like, I felt bad for you. You know, I felt like you were being, like, held hostage here, but you're just a dick. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it is, fuck you, man. Like, you're not even worth the effort, really. Yeah. And then he turns evil because of, like, a device like Henry gave him. And then you, uh, you fight. And it's a Smash Bros. reference. And I'm like, he's finally in Smash. Travis is finally in Smash, kind of. Mm. But besides that, like, this Damon as a character, besides, like, the introduction, just, he doesn't have a lot. He's just very surface level. Yeah. Um, for my number 27, I have Velvet Chair Girl, or Oma, dash Oma. I agree with Gavin for the main start of the fight of, like, I got, like, almost every button wrong, and I still won. Yeah. For, like, the chair thing. 
Um, but the alien, Oma, that was awesome because, like, in, like, in the fight, like, she's using her beam and you're trying not to get hit, which is very nerve-wracking. But, like, I love the, like, her crying, but you could see, like, her face melting as she's trying uh, to use the beam. And I find that really cool. Yeah. But other than that, it was, like, besides, like, the cool melting, it was an eh fight. Yeah. For number 27, Jasper Bats Jr. Thank God. <laughs> okay. It's going to be bad if we got higher than 10. Symbol as a fight itself, it, it sucked. It was horrible. Oh, yeah. Hands down, horrible. But as, like, a, like symbology-wise, it's amazing. Because, like, you kill his family in the first game. It's, like, bonus missions. And... So he wants revenge, and, you know, he kills your best friend in response. Mm -hmm. And so when you fight him, it's just a, not a fun fight because, like, revenge isn't worthwhile. I also like, and this is, No More Heroes 1 and 2 did this a lot. They kind of do it in Strikes Again, but not in 3. But, like, a lot of the bosses are based on, like, forms of media. Oh. And, like, violence in the media and, like, showing, like, hey, you know, violence is fucked up, like, you know, it's okay to enjoy these things, but we've got to acknowledge that, like, the violence in them is kind of fucked up sometimes. Mm -hmm. And he kind of represents that the best because he's based off, a cart like, a cartoon character, like a mascot. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell that in his first face. He's like, oh, you know, he's like a cartoon character because he has, like, these little, like, cartoonish car. Then he becomes, like, a superhero, which is, like, a big trend back in the day. Then he becomes, like, a Macy's Saint Thanksgiving balloon. Balloon. Oh, yeah. And this the symbolism of that is really just interesting to me. But I will agree with everyone that the fight just sucks ass. Oh, yeah. Horrible fight. Um, do you know what else was a horrible fight? What? Um, my number 26 spot, which is this new Destroy Man, not Destroy Man True Face, the new one. <laughs> um, I only like that fight mainly because there was two of them. We get twice the fun. Um, it's the only fight with Shinobu that I actually enjoy. And um, I really like how bummed out that they, they are when they figure out, like, oh, you're, Travis isn't here? Oh. Oh. That's kind of lame. Yeah. And I, that's what I like, because, like, he relates with us. Like, yeah, I know, we're facing you as Shinobu. It sucks. And they're like, oh, well, I might as well just fight you, because I know you're not going to skip the fight with us. And I'm like, yeah, I like that. that uh, it made me laugh how, like, they knew how I felt in the game. And I'm like, yeah, you're damn right. And it's really boring. But I'm here, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's really it. Uh, my 26 is Mimi. Like, kind of like Charles McDonald. It's just so random. Now, play it's like, oh, like, okay, so, for example, Henry's in a coma at this point in the game, mm -hmm. too. And then, like, he gets this dream of this alien waifu girl that kind of looks like Travis's, like, the girls that Travis watches in some of the animes he watches, which he's a pervert. Um, and they're trying to take over his brain. And they might have done that in the third game. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We don't really know because it's just so random in three. Anyway, um, and so they fight. And, you know, the fight's kind of weird. The fight's only this high up because Henry was in it. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just so interesting to play as Henry. You just literally just slide around everywhere. You're shooting balls of energy. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But besides that, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a boring fight. Um, I have Sonic Juice for number 25. I liked this fight, but it wasn't up there. It wasn't good enough to get, like, up there. He's only, he's this low mainly because of the RPG setting. I really liked how he was taking control, but, like, RPGs are just not my thing. Like, I'll play Pokemon. That's the only turn-based game I'll play, really. Other than that, like... I don't know. I don't really play too many turn-based games, and I'm like, like I really don't like this, and like I literally almost lost because I didn't know what I was doing, and you know, I guess that's just me being younger. I guess I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just not your preference. Yeah, and then right when we got to the actual fight where I got we actually got to fight him, that was really fun. I really like that. Um, that's the reason why he's so high. He had a huge hit, a health bar, so we weren't really losing a huge fight, and that's what I like. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, for me, I have, for 25, I have Dr. Light Shake. Oh. So he dies in the first game, and you don't even get to fight him. 
And then he comes back in the second game. He has Henry like caught up in like a co- in, like a carbonite, and his personality is very interesting. He's like, "Oh, would you like to fight?" Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, he's very interesting because like out of all the bosses, his like form is very different. He's just a giant robot that looks kind of like a rocket. He's a nuclear reactor. <laughs> yeah. Can you comment about the guy who um, was with him that's voiced by the same guy who voices class in American Dad in the first game? Mm. Like, that was pretty funny. Apparently, he's one of the more popular characters to draw fan art of. Oh, yeah. I like him. Yeah. And this fight's interesting because, like, you you got to, like, go in these little squares and you got to avoid the ground being shucking up, mm-hmm. taking a bunch of damage. And that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um... I have a number four, I mean, number 24, not four, number 24, I have Scott. The only reason I have Scott this high is because I really like the ending where you figure out that he's, like, your actual son. Well, grandson. Well, grandson. And um, that's what made him memorable, and I really liked how he gave us, like, the chips. I'm carrying him this high mainly because of the chips. But I liked him because he makes a reference to one of my favorite bosses that are up high, which is uh, Death Metal. He does, like, the triple um, cloning thing, and you got to figure out which one's the real one. And I'm like, that's cool. I really like how they put that in there. But other than that, he, you get perfect dodges, like, pretty much every hit. Like, I barely took a hit because all the perfect dodges that I had were, like, were so obvious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really liked his ending. It was very interesting how he couldn't hit him. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I wonder why. And then they explain why, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, for my 24 and 23, because I couldn't really pick between the two, I have the new Destroy Man, Destroy Man True Face. Mm. Like, I like him for the reason I hate the other one. Like, I love New Destroy Man because of his introduction and outro. Just the fact that for New Destroy Man, personality-wise, it's like we see, like, kind of like the two sides of him. The fact that his body's kind of having, like, half its robot. Oh, yeah. Like, that's pretty interesting. Just their interaction with Shinobu is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Well, with Destroy Man True Fate, it's just there's just so much going on. Like this there's this wrestler guy, he doesn't even really even need to be in the game. He's just there. And, you know, it's just like so confusing. Like, okay, why did you kill Sniper Lee if like Destroy Man's gonna be here? Could we just have Destroy Man come in and not have this wrestler? Yeah. Like Destroy Man True Face would be higher up if this the wrestler guy just wasn't there. Oh yeah. Uh, and Destroy Man True Face had a better boss fight. It was just like it was interesting because like because like one of the running jokes in the game was like, oh, Destroy Man comes back like every main series game. Mm-hmm. And it was just, for the final solve, it was just taking to a logical stream where he's literally mass-producing Destroy Men. Mm-hmm. And I like the detail, like, the fact that their face are, like, kind of, like, cut up, like how Shinobu did it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then we get to see him, and we get to see, like, oh, yeah, I'm the hero here, you're the bad guy, let's fight. And he has that one beam attack that's, like, fucking impossible to dodge. It's such a fun fight. Oh, yeah. Um, for my number 23, um, I have Dr. Peace. Um, I liked his intro. His intro was very creative, and you really figure out, like, oh, yeah, my entry fee. That makes sense. Because, like, if they didn't answer that, I would have no idea. I would have been pretty mad. Like, why do I have to collect money? This makes no sense. <laughs> but I like how they explain that. And, um... Uh, his fight, his music, music is now coming into the play here. Music is really good, I love it, and, um, his, uh, how you kill him is pretty cool, how it's like a cowboy kind of showdown and mm-hmm. you cut him, that's pretty cool. Uh, you want to do your 22 real quick, so I did my 24 and 23? Okay, yeah, uh, 22 is Skelter. I mean, 20, yeah, yeah, wait. Yeah, my 22. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my Skelter, I mean, my Skelter Helter is 22. My 22 is Skelter Helter, <laughs> mainly because... He's like Dr. Peace. His music is cool and his intro's cool, mainly because he, he's like, you killed my brother! And Travis's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because you don't actually kill him in the first game. You just yeah. see the trailer and him dying. Yeah, and uh, the only reason he's higher than him is he kind of has like a Dr. Peace kind of thing to him, but his gun is cooler. Oh, yeah. This, it's, a, it's a revolver with like a bunch of revolvers around. Oh, yeah. Like, that's badass. Yeah. Um, and that's really it for me. That's the only reason I like him. And he has, like, a cloud beam katana thing. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So, yeah, that's my number 22. Uh, for my 22, I have death metal. Ooh. Okay. Like, 
it's a really good introduction to the game and like it really shows the goal of the game. Like, oh, you know, if you kill these assassins, you will have a mansion like the death metal. You have a bunch of hot babes and, you know, you'd just be pretty cool. And then death metal is like, yo, you don't want this. Travis like, yeah, I do want this. Like, okay, if you do want this, just know this is going to be a very intense journey. You know, the wall is higher than you can possibly ever imagine. And the fight's a good introduction, too. Like, it shows, like, he has, like, a little gimmick, but not, like, a big one compared to the other bosses. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just, it's a good introduction of the series. Oh. Not to mention, like, the mansion where you go to fight him. That's pretty interesting, too. And also a good introduction as well. Yeah. Uh, he's really like the one of the best introduction bosses. Alright. Uh, I have above Skelter Halter, which is at 21, I have Mr. Black Hole. Um, I liked his fight. He was, uh, his music is awesome. I like his personality. He was in Travis Strikes Again for a little bit. Yeah. Um, without Mr. Whitehall. Yeah, without Mr. Whitehall. And um, he was just, yeah, his fight was very interesting and. Um, yeah, again, his personality was funny. And he was a good introduction to No More Heroes 3. Like, it kind of, you kind of realize, like, um, like if I actually played him on the hardest difficulty, that well, the hardest difficulty that I was playing on, um, you kind of realize, like, these are the galactic superhero rankings. They're going to be tough, no matter what. Yeah. And that's what I really liked. And you have to learn to jump. Yeah, you got to learn to jump. <laughs> For my 21, I had eight hearts. Uh, kind of what we were saying earlier, like, he's just, uh, it's a wholesome fight. Yeah. Like, it, like, it's one of the few fights that, like, ends with the, you know, with the boss dying, but that's a good thing. Because mm-hmm. he's reunited with his friend who dies in the beginning of his section. It's also a good send-off to, uh, the game that Suda51 clearly was upset that, you know, he wasn't able to make a sequel for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just... It's a really good fight for, like, closure, and I just like it a lot. Not to mention, the design's good, the boss fight's good. Mm-hmm. Um, for number 20, or top 20... And we're probably going to stop here and make a part two, because we're... No, we, no, we have 60 minutes. We can do it in 60 minutes. I, uh, let's, okay, we'll try to shoot for 15 or 10, and then we'll make a part two. Okay. Um, so, for number 20, I have Matt Helms. I love this fight mainly because instead of, like, uh, the other one, Midori... Mikawa. Yeah, whatever. Um, He actually does the horror genre pretty good. I really love it. Um, For the time, like, uh, the game is pretty old, so obviously they couldn't have, like, a a Silent Hill kind of thing. But I really liked it because he was scary. You could tell that Travis was scared and a flamethrower. That's pretty badass for a weapon. And, uh... He's pretty scary to face in this tight corridor because, like, you know, you have flamethrower, you don't want to get burned alive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for my 20, I have Holly Summers. Oh, yeah. She's a... The boss fighter herself, it's kind of annoying, but at the same time, it's kind of fun. Like, there's, like, the possibility of, like, falling in these holes and you have to bind and mash out, which that's kind of annoying, but, like, the fa- like the introduction itself is probably one of the best. It's, like, Travis is, like, She's like, oh, do you feel fear? It's like, no. Like, Travis is like, no, I don't feel fear. And it's like, well, you probably should. You know, killing people, that's no laughing matter. Like, it's not really just a game. We're, you know, we're people. We have thoughts and ideals. And Travis isn't really listening until the end when Holly realizes, oh, Travis can't kill a woman. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you kind of just disrespecting me right there, you fucking asshole. Anyway, I'm going to eat this grenade. Yum, yum, yum. Av- it tastes like an avocado. Bam. <laughs> and then Travis realized, oh my god, like, yeah, these are people here, and I just dis- disrespected this woman oh, yeah. by not killing her. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of learns a lot of humility, and I think that's the turning point for, like, Travis's character. Mm-hmm. Um, so for number 19, I have Gold Joe. And um, I am not, and I'm proud of myself for putting him this high, not like I was meaning to, but like, I hated this fight. I absolutely hated this fight until I realized, because, you know, I'm colorblind, I couldn't see. I, and you might be like, oh, well, red and blue, colorblind isn't a thing. I have transition, meaning I'm very lucky, quote-unquote, as my eye doctor would say. Um, 
it's basically like a really, 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 really rare condition that like no one ever sees. Um, so that means a special. So anyway, um, I hated this fight mainly because the magnets would change on me. And so Gavin was telling me that the floors were colored, and I was like, ooh. And I really liked that. Like if the if I could see that the floors were colored, I you know that would make it the fight like ten times cooler and like it would have made it awesome. For number 19, I have uh, Matt Helms. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, it does the horror genre right. It's, I don't know, it feels weird that Travis is scared. Mm-hmm. But, like, besides that, it was just an interesting fight. I also like the fact that, like, oh, they couldn't really kill him because he's paranormal. Oh, yeah. It's just, it was just super creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, for number 18, this is definitely a stretch between me and you. Um, uh, I have Dr. Lechig. I love Dr. Lutshake. Uh, Lutshake is one of my favorite characters in No More Heroes. Mainly because, like, his the cutscene is one of the coolest cutscenes of all time. And you get to fight a nuclear reactor that can talk. There's nothing cooler than that. That's pretty badass. And uh, the way he speaks make, it just makes me laugh so much. It, like, it literally makes me die in laughter. Like, are you ready to die? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like in this monotone voice where you can't keep yourself like not. Did you see the brain jiggling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, for number eighteen, I have white sheet man. Like I was saying with earlier, um, you know, it's interesting because this is kind of what it's, it's kind of how it's like pseudo fifty one. I wouldn't say views himself, more more like views himself as a creator. Mm-hmm. And it's just really interesting because the boss is just angry because his work's been kind of, you know, abused by other companies when, you know, he made, like, a lollipop chainsaw and, like, uh, Shadows of the Damned. But I think that's the title of the game. I could be wrong. And, you know, he feels like he feels his works because of that. And he feels like, you know... uh. Well, he failed, like, he fails works and, like, just, his integrity's been kind of compromised. Mm-hmm. And it's really, like, projected well onto Wipe Cheat Man. Mm-hmm. And it, symbolically, it makes a lot of sense that Travis is the one that stops her. Because Travis is probably his favorite, one of his favorite characters he made. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's... You know, really, No More Heroes is probably his magnum opus. Oh, yeah. And it's just... It's just... Symbolically-wise, it's so well done. The design's amazing. The fight's really good. It's not my favorite fight, but it's, it's a good fight. Just... I, there's just so much emotion you put into it, the fight, that it's just, like, hard not to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, for number 17, I have Damon. I loved this fight mainly because of the first cutscene. That shit was awesome. I love, like, it seemed, it had, like, an endgame kind of feeling to it. Like, how they're both floating in the sky because of this giant robot. Mm-hmm. And, um, what's her name again? Uh, juvenile? Yeah, Juvenile. They're like, call Juvenile. Which is also White Sheep Man. Yeah. Like, like, uh, we need backup quick. And like, oh, we can't do this. And they're like, oh, I have something from another uh, another dimension. And Gene, the cat, is like, I swear, we have to find another monster or demon or something. This town is screwed. He's like, more like the planet. <laughs> and like, I don't know, that gave me chills. Like, oh, what is it? What is it? I didn't get the reference, but it was it was still pretty badass. This yeah. is like a giant robot come down. You get, you get to fight in it. And then the Smash, Super Smash Bros. reference is pretty awesome. Like, that was really cathartic. There's actually a game called Sumo, but it was totally Smash Bros. Uh, it was just it was just so cathartic to see because like me and Griffin were like like the entire time like with like the no more he- uh like Smash was like in them and seeing new characters like come on Travis come on come on yeah it it just you know we kind of realized like after like the me costume of Travis like we're not getting it yeah but this is just you know it's just and you know I knew Super Fifty One it just felt. It, it, like it was a there's just a lot of closure with oh, yeah. that fight. Just the fact it was Super Smash Bros. Yeah. 
Like, it was a good closure for, like, the series, and it was a good closure for, like, all the hope for, like, Smash, you know? It just... It hit the right notes. Yeah. It was really a good fight. Yeah, I just didn't like Dingman as a character, and that's why he was so low for me. Yeah, but but here we go to why it was it's pretty low, is because um, he was... Like, the ending was just really boring. <laughs> like, he dies, and you're like, okay, see ya. It's like, I don't want to die. I don't, don't want to die. die. I don't want to die. Like, nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to die. Okay, bye-bye. And then Travis, <laughs> like, I like the line Travis says, like, you, like, you can't, you can't win because you don't have anything to go back to. Well, I do. Uh, and like, oh, you know, that's. Yeah, the ending was lame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why he's number 17. There is one thing of note that I wouldn't make, that I kind of find interesting. And there's this, there's this one actual, you know what, I'll, I'll just say it for when I talk about Fu. Yeah. like, it just, it's just such an interesting detail that, like, really leaves me questioning a lot of things. But anyway, um. No, we got we got like ten minutes left, so let's go. Let's go to. No, let's just keep going. We just gotta speed it up. Who's your number? Uh, seventeen. I have Batgirl. Okay, why? Um, because I just didn't like her as a character. I don't like the fact that she was in Travis Strikes Again. That kind of ruined the fight a bit more for me. I like the fact that she's like based off the porn industry, and like that's kind of, and that she almost killed Travis. It's like, oh, killing is just a job, you know. There's no real honor in it. You know, you just do it to make the money. And, you know, thematically wise, that's a really big contradiction with Travis, but it's just, she, I don't know, understand why, why she was so popular. Like, their boss fight's okay, the music's good, but, you know, just, she shouldn't have been, she should have been revived or, like, back to a person. Yeah. Um, for number 16, I have Holly Summers. For the same reason of you, but I didn't fight, find the fight really annoying. I liked how you can get in the holes. Mm-hmm. As, as a barrier, but also as something to help you from the missiles, and I found that really creative. And the cutscenes were good. Number 16, I have Jean. Uh, she's a really interesting fight. She's pretty funny. Well, not funny, but, like, the situation's funny. Because, like, there's, like, once he was like, well, I can't tell you my backstory. It's too fucked up. I was like, okay, just speed it up. That way we don't, this isn't, no one here forever. And they die. It, it, it is a pretty fucked up backstory. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, daddy raped her. Uh, she killed... Travis's family and their half sis and like their half siblings. It's interesting that like you can't use any wrestling moves on her. Oh yeah. But you know she's also like basically like an MMA artist, like fight, like fighter. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides Bad Girl, she's probably the closest one to uh, ever kill Travis. Oh yeah. And that's also interesting. Um, I really think we should stop at fifteen to make a part two. Okay. Yeah, so... For, yeah, we'll do top 15 for part two, then. Yes, the 15 ranked assassins. Yeah. And aliens. Yeah. And aliens, yeah. And boss fights and video games. Yeah, and I that get... That are not... Well, we have news for part two, some news. Or should we just continue? Well, the news will do for, like, the normal episode, but, like... Yeah, okay. This is just a bonus episode. This is for fun... You know, it's a bonus episode, so you know the fans here watching are not aren't going to be missing any news if they don't if they skip it. Oh yeah, okay. Well, we'll catch you around, and we we'll see you next time. See you as we notify you bi-weekly, bi-weekly but not this week because it's a it's bonus episode time because it's bonus episode and Labor Day and stuff like that. All right, all right, bye bye.